When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So four years ago, I did an awesome list of really cool cross-promotional fights that we wished would happen. And man, the MMA landscape has changed quite a bit since then, particularly with the boxing world opening up to the idea of maybe doing some crossover, and of course, the newly formed Pefelator. So since it's been so long and so much has happened, I thought it would be fun to pretend everybody gets along and talk about some amazing fights we could be seeing if, in fact, everybody did get along. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point. A massive thank you to our channel Hall of Famers, and these are 10 more of the most needed crossover fights in mixed martial arts. Number 10, Kayla Harrison versus Chris Cyborg. We'll kick things off with a fight that truly could and should happen. Francis Ngannou aside, of course, if there's any crossover about the PFL needs to make in the coming year, it's Kayla Harrison versus Chris Cyborg, and with that acquisition of Bellator, it is just a no-brainer to put this one together now. I don't know if this happens at a 150-pound catch, or if Harrison wants to try and get herself down to 145. She did it against Courtney King and Invicta three years ago, but either way, whatever we gotta do, it would be a huge mistake to not make this bout. Harrison, but for a single loss, has been the most dominant female fighter in the sport in the last few years, short of Amanda Nunes, who is now retired, and of course, Bellator's reigning defending 145-pound champ, Chris Cyborg. What I love about this one so much is the implications of either woman winning. If Harrison's able to defeat Cyborg, you're talking about literally the only woman to ever do so other than Amanda Nunes. This would be easily the biggest win of Harrison's entire career. And on the other end of things, if Cyborg were to defeat Kayla, it does three things. It further cements Chris's already insane legacy, further cements Nunez's status as the GOAT by comparison since she's the only one to ever beat Cyborg, and makes losing that rematch between them all the more devastating. I love this fight, it's a very realistic crossover, which is why it's a little bit lower on the list. Don Davis, you're now big dog number two, do something big. Number nine, Magomed Magomed Karimov versus Jason Jackson. Magomed Magomed Karimov has pretty much been the man at the PFL at welterweight, starting with the promotion back when they were still the World Series of Fighting, coming up from the Russian regional scene, Magomed Karimov has amassed a record of 17-1 in PFL competition, with his only loss coming to RC3 in the 2021 welterweight final. He's got that mouth open. Big right hands from Ray Cooper. Otherwise, he's been the tournament winner twice and probably would have won in 2019 as well if he hadn't gotten sick. Jason Jackson in late 2023 finally secured Bellator gold when he defeated Magomed's ATT teammate Yaroslav Amosov with a third round knockout after completely dominating the division for the last few years. Amosov not getting off that center line. He's currently on a seven-fight run, and minus his loss to Ed Ruth in 2019, he's only ever given up a single round to his Bellator opponents while beating a who's who in the promotion with names like Benson Henderson, Paul Daly, and Douglas Lima. With 31 finishes between them, a built-in Florida rivalry between Kilcliffe and ATT, plus the fact Jackson took the belt from Magomed's teammate, not to mention just the ridiculously high level of both these guys, this one is seriously a no-brainer for a PFL Bellator show. Number 8, Sean O'Malley versus Ryan Garcia or Tank Davis. 
this. All right, let's get a little bit more out there, shall we? The thing about Sean O'Malley is that he has the potential in the coming years to be the biggest star in the sport. Whether he's going to reach the heights of a Conor McGregor, that's very much yet to be seen. But if he does, if he becomes this mega star, he's already showed incredible interest in crossing over with boxing. And me versus Gervonta, I keep winning. I'm the champ. I got to be the champ, potentially the double champ. And he's got to continue to win and be undefeated and be great in his sport for the next five years. A potential massive super fight that I'll be interested in. And while I would absolutely watch him in the ring with a Ryan Garcia or a Tank Davis, if they end up having these boxing matches, don't Floyd me on this one. I want to see them in the cage after that with the Sugar Show. Okay, so this guy, Sean O'Malley, is a UFC champion, and he called out Tank, and he said he would knock out okay, Tank, right? How fast? First round, shit. I think what makes this crossover so much more fun is, yes, of course we get the classic MMA versus boxing matchup, and even as Sean is known for his striking, surely his ground skills would make Garcia and Davis look absurd, but he's a fantastic kickboxer as well, and it would be fun to see how that might play out in the octagon on the feet when you can throw anything and everything, not just hands. Given Garcia's massive social media presence, this fight would probably be the biggest crossover you could do right now in the sport. Not that Tank wouldn't do well as well, of course it would. I'd don't see a reality where these get to happen, but you can't deny it would be a ton of fun in the ring or the cage. If we're being a bit more realistic though, I have a great one for Sugar. Number seven, Sean O'Malley versus Patchy Mix. Yeah, so when people talk about fighters outside the UFC who could instantly see themselves in the title picture if they were to cross over, Patchy Mix would be very high on that list, if not the top. Bellator's reigning bantamweight champion just last year unified the titles by subbing Sergio Pettis at the promotion's final event. He is 19 and one, he's got 15 finishes, the guy is just excitement personified, and has great wins over top-tier talent like Kyoji Horiguchi. And while I'm very sure that his future is bright in the newly acquired PFL, man would it be fun to see him throw down with the Sugar Show. With his superior grappling and the threat of a submission always looming, Mix would be an incredibly interesting matchup for the UFC's bantamweight champ and a great challenge. O'Malley passed the Sterling test with flying colors, and so to see him tested again against such a high-level grappler who can also strike, I love it. I would be so down for that fight, one of those UFC champion versus outside the UFC champion matchups that you know would be truly competitive. Number six, Anatoly Malakin versus Vadim Nemkov. I mean, straight up, this is just one of the most badass fights you could make in the sport right now, period. Anatoly Malakin is a fucking axe murderer. 13 fights, 13 wins, 13 finishes. He is the double champ for one, holding both the light heavyweight title that he snatched from Rainier de Ritter in less than five minutes. And that's when they're not moving that and then the heavyweight strap as well that he took in dominant fashion with a TKO finish over Arjun Buller. The Russian is a master of sport in freestyle wrestling. Most of his fights never see the second round. He's just one of the scariest dudes in the sport today. And Bellator light heavyweight champion Vadim Nemkov would be such an incredible matchup. Russian Sambo versus Russian freestyle. Nemkov himself hasn't lost since 2016 in Ryzen. He is the winningest light heavyweight champion in Bellator history, and he's got some huge names on his mantle. Ryan Bader, Phil Davis, Corey Anderson, Yoel Romero. This fight would just be a monster. I say do it in one. One, so Nemkov can have some extra weight on him. He used to fight at heavyweight. Plus, they have a more interesting rule set, and one of Malakin's belts would be on the line. I have no idea how this one plays out, but I cannot think of a more exciting matchup than these two in the light heavyweight division in the sport. You know what? I take that back. Maybe there's one other matchup. Number five, Vadim Nemkov versus Alex Pereira. Now, see, this is a true light heavyweight bout, unlike the last one that has the weird one weight cutting rules. And yeah, man, I want to see this one bad. As I mentioned, Nemkov is the best that Bellator 
has to offer at the heavier weights. With all due respect to Johnny Eblen and guys like Bader and Moldovsky, and he's just incredibly proven. Not only that, but he's never fought in the UFC like a Bader, so we would get to see if he's the real deal at the very top, which I absolutely suspect that he would be when you consider the fighters that he's beaten. But that is exactly why I would love to see this matchup. Poetan is the scariest and most interesting fighter to enter 205 in a while besides Yuri, who he TKO'd to earn that strap. Ironically, one of Nimkov's only losses is to Prohaska, but that was all the way back in 2015. It really feels like light heavyweight is wide open right now, and I could totally see Nimkov at the top of it. I mean, imagine him coming over and taking out Poetan, which isn't to say that's how I think it would play out, but God, it absolutely could, and man, what a wild scene that would be. And more importantly for this one, I really love the implications of what that fight would mean. Nimkov is one of the most established fighters outside the UFC. Watching him cross over would be a dream. Number four, Demetrius Johnson versus Patchy Mix. Yep, Patchy makes the list again, and as much as I love O'Malley, this is the crossover at Bantamweight I want to see the most. Considering that flyweight in one championship actually means bantamweight, and also considering that the world's best Demetrius Johnson loves the idea of fighting around the world, collecting belts, and taking on unique challenges. I really would love it if Chatri and Donnie D would hop on a call together for a PFL 1 crossover fight where we got to see DJ and Patchy mix it up. Let's do it under one rules, again since they're a little bit more fun, sorry PFL. Since leaving the UFC, Johnson has proven yet again why he's considered an all-time great by capturing one gold, but with all due respect, and of course the fights have been amazing, I can only see him fight Adriano Moraes so many times. Mix has been killing it, as I mentioned in the O'Malley entry. What's wild about this one is that the winner, if this went down, you could argue is the best bantamweight in the world. I'll never pick against DJ so I could see him winning, but yeah, if there was ever a crossover between PFL and one and this wasn't on it, that would be, as Luke Thomas would say, promotional malpractice. Number three, Deontay Wilder versus Francis Ngannou. Earlier, we talked about a kind of fantasy booking scenario where Ryan Garcia or Tank Davis somehow end up in a fight with O'Malley, but a crossover fight that's rumored to actually be in the works in reality is Deontay Wilder and Francis Ngannou in the Smart Cage, which if they can pull that one off, it'll easily be the biggest fight in PFL history. This one may not be a lock though. Wilder likely fumbled the Anthony Joshua bag right before Christmas, losing a tune-up fight, and so who knows if he'll even want to do a crossover bout now or if the interest from the PFL or Ngannou will remain. That said, Don Davis has said the fight is in the works, and I mean, it would just be a total banger. The former reigning WBC champ taking on the lineal heavyweight champion of the mixed martial arts world. Recent loss or not, I mean, it would just be massive. So much bigger than Couture and Tony when you consider that these two guys are near their primes and were recently champion. Not to mention, it's just fun to think about what might actually happen in the cage. PFL has implied that the fight would be mixed rules or like a hybrid boxing type bout. Honestly, doesn't really matter to me how they do it. Just get them in the smart cage and let's see these two powerhouses do their thing. And truly, as much as I want to see that spectacle, what MMA really needs is number two, Francis Ngannou versus Tom Aspinall. Look, I know some of you immediately were thinking, why not John Jones? And of course, that is a fight that everybody has wanted for so long. But given the current state of the division, of John's injuries, of John's intentions to fight Stipe and retire, even if we could magically make crossover bouts happen, that fight just feels so unrealistic. But let's pretend for a moment we could get the UFC to agree to a fight between Ngannou and Aspinall. We unfortunately probably just missed this matchup in the UFC, as Tom wasn't quite that high up the ladder yet when Ngannou left. But England's newest gold holder looks to be the real deal, and I think could end up being a champion for a while. Given Ngannou's lineal champ status, this one would just be great to see and good for the sport, as it truly does feel like the battle of the two best heavyweights 
fights in the world. I truly do not know how this one would play out. I could see both guys finding ways to victory. It would be one of the highest level striking matchups we've ever seen in the division. And of course, both men are well-rounded enough elsewhere to really make this exciting as hell. It really is insane to think that this is a less realistic matchup than the previously mentioned Wilder fight, but we are in some strange times. Number one, Patricio Pitbull versus Alexander Volkanovsky. This had to be number one. You're talking about two legends, essentially. I mean, there is no question at all. Who is the Bellator featherweight goat all time? It is 1000% Patricio Pitbull. He is the three-time and current, most likely final title holder, eight successful defenses over the course of those runs, six stops in title fights. Oh yeah, and he beat Michael Chandler to become the double champ at one point. The guy is a bonafide Bellator legend, truly one of the faces of the promotion. And of course, on the other end, you have Alexander Volkanovsky, who is getting very close to that GOAT status for featherweight in the UFC. Some would argue that he's already there, but that's a debate I'm not gonna have time for in this entry. Point being though, the guy is just about as good as it gets. And of course, he is the current champion, one that is always looking for interesting new challengers. Why not one of the best to never be in the UFC? Let's see if this guy really is the best of the best in the world. Given Pitbull's status in Bellator previous, this crossover would be huge even without any kind of crazy promotion or trash talk. Just two of the best to ever do it finally throwing down in the cage. I could never pick against Volk in a featherweight fight, so I fully expect him to win, but even with the up-and-coming killers in the UFC's featherweight division, I cannot say there's a fight I would be more interested in than seeing Alex the Great and the Pitbull throwing down. In fact, the only thing I want to see more is you showing love to the editor of this video, Luke Taylor. The guy is a smooth operator if I've ever seen one. Please follow him on all his socials and go check out his YouTube channel. A massive thank you to our channel champions. You guys are the best. You're always such a huge help. If you would like to be a champion, hit that join button. All kinds of fun exclusive content and you might have a say in some of the videos. If that's too much, no big deal. Liking and subscribing would also help a ton. What crossover fight do you want to see? Go wild in the comments on that one. Thank you so much for watching, you guys. Adieu.